Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The amount of money I pay the man in my life to do things for me. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's... Um, That's not my favorite. Like Thirteen reasons your sourdough bread didn't rise, or <laughs> comfort foods for how, Wednesday how, nights. <laughs> right? How to <laughs> how to make Easter dinner with what's in your pantry? You got to like really dig yeah. deep in, like with both hands. Like you got to go in deep, and you got to like keep going until you get to the bottom, and you got to pull out without disturbing anything else around. I want nine small things. <laughs> one big, big, one, big. One nine thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not pegged your husband as a pervert by now, we're telling you. Hey, 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 I'm Rob Conlon. And I'm Jay Dewey. And this is Could Be Better. The podcast where we pour drinks. And spill the tea. About what we really think. About this month's issue. Of Better Homes and Gardens. Magazine. <laughs> it's a magazine. It's a magazine. It's actually paper-based. <laughs> it is not digital. It is. Well, you could get well, a digital yeah. subscription. Yeah. You could. But, you could. Um, but we use paper. We use paper. <clears throat> because we're, you know, Gen X likes paper. Yep. And we wait for it to come <laughs> in the mail, too. <laughs> How old-fashioned is that? Jeez. Oh, well, old is as old does, I, yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, so, um, so you go first. We didn't even talk right. about signature No, content. we didn't. We didn't. Um, so... Um, I have a vodka gimlet, so a, a very uh, easy, classic recipe with uh, lots of lime juice. And I was just kind of riffing on the fact that we have a l- lemon curd tart on the cover. So <clears throat> I didn't um, have that much lemon juice, but I had lots of lime juice. So it's a gimlet. And again, that's one of your favorites, though, isn't it? It is. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you've yeah. ordered it a lot. I have. So, yeah. So, cool. Well, I am drinking, surprise, surprise, a ginger punch. Ah. Right ah. from the magazine, that's no right. less. <laughs> Did you make that recipe? I made it. I followed, oh. um, I, I followed Tony Tipton Martin's recipe. Mm-hmm. Um Except I cut it in half. She was making two cups of it. And yeah. I was like, what yeah. the hell am I going to do with two cups of this simple syrup? And you know I love ginger. So yes. it's right up my alley. Yep. So, um, and we'll talk about this later, I'm sure. But the last page of it is where your recipe is on page 136. Mm-hmm. Followed the instructions. Um, you know I love a simple syrup. So I was like, oh, yep. sure. Um, and this one's interesting now because it does have salt and I put lemon in it. So there really is a lot of dimension to it. It's not just like sugar and water. Um, mm-hmm. And, and right. so um, 
I followed the instructions right up until, until add sparkling water and a splash of vodka. I just reversed that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Add vodka and a splash of it's, sparkling it's water. Not a mocktail. It's not a mocktail. So, so cheers. Oops, let me get my glass. Cheers to you. Cheers. Clink, clink, chin, chin. So, what do you think? Uh, here we are in May. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I was glad to see we have a cover that is not pink. It is the Mother's Day and Spring issue. Mm -hmm. And instead, we have a lemon curd tart on the cover. Bring on the zest. Bring <laughs> It says. <laughs> the, the, and we're not going to talk about any of the food, so it's hard to say much more about the cover. Right. Yeah. Although so. I, I am going to make this recipe. Are you? I am. We'll so probably I, try it too because uh, Michael loves lemon. Yes. Um, and so, um, and I could probably suck it up. I, you know, I'm not a pie or a tart fan. So mm -hmm. um, we'll see. But, do you like lemon curd? Yeah, so I could just like scoop out the stuff. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, that's, and, and that's what I do with that's what I do with chocolate cream pie. Yeah, I scoop out the. <laughs> so, what's your first tag? Uh, surprise! It's on page four for the letter to the editor. There he is. <laughs> My boyfriend, Stephen Orr. Um, should we should we tell our listeners the most exciting that's happened to us? Oh, yes, you should. You should. <laughs> so <good> news. <laughs> did, uh, I I posted uh, on our Instagram feed um, a picture of some flowering branches in a vase, which I called "Sticks in a Jar," mm -hmm. um, and I credited the magazine for the advice and our favorite magazine editor ever, Stephen Orr, liked the post after two years. Two years. <laughs> Finally <laughs> liked something. <laughs> he liked something. I mean, he's not following us, no. but he liked it. <laughs> so, uh, so it was, it, <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, I texted you like right away. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is awesome. Yep. So. All right, so what did you think of the editor's letter? Um, I, I felt I returned my affinity for Stephen Orr because I, too, love grocery shopping. I love grocery shopping. He says, my whole life I have loved grocery shopping. No. No? You don't? No. 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 I actually <laughs> I hate it. Mm. And nobody wants to go with me. Oh, no, or I should say, no one will take me with them because I am a um, perpetual wanderer. Okay. So, like, I, um, I just wander off when I'm shopping. Again, I talked about this earlier with you. Shopping and, like, browsing is very stress-relieving for me. So ha mm -hmm. having to accomplish something, like fill the cart with what's on yeah. the list, I ain't got time for that. Mm -hmm. i got to focus on myself. <laughs> See, I just, I just find it like 
it's very relaxing because that's so why I like to go alone. Okay. Just, As does he? Yes. Uh, take your time and go through. Um, I don't go up and down every aisle like he does because there's wow. some aisles we don't use. I mean, you, you've got to shop the perimeter of the store for the healthiest stuff. You, right. don't, need the, you don't need the middle at all. Um, so, um, well, we yeah. use the middle for like beans and like dried goods and, and soups and stuff like that. But we don't do like the frozen foods and stuff like that. Yeah. So you were all about the, the affinity for grocery shopping. I yes, guess. I was, certainly was. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, it's all about like, kind of like slowing down. Um, right. So, I mean, that part's good too. But I, really, I agree that, that going grocery shopping, for me, is a great place to slow down. Okay. Um, and again, read, kind of relax. Um, there's also something very, um, like, to me, comforting about being surrounded by food. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very, like, <laughs> well, there you go. That's not right. That's, that's what it's all about. Awesome this says. <laughs> if, if the zombie apocalypse happens while I'm shopping for food, I am set. No worries. I'm not going to starve. That is funny. Well, speaking of zombie apocalypses, my whole read on this was so different than yours. Okay. I was like, I, I could, I read through the whole thing and I could not figure out, I was saying to myself, when, when did Stephen write this? Right? Because it's either completely, utterly tone deaf for where we are and how it feels to go grocery shopping in this moment in our history, which means you have to have masks on and stand six feet mm -hmm. away from people and go up this yes. aisle and down that aisle. And so it's like, he's either completely tone deaf and he wrote it like last week, mm -hmm. or he wrote it six months ago and it's fine. Or it was a brilliant letter because he totally took what can be a very stressful situation, um, not only in a general experience for people, but particularly now in, in our stay-at-home pandemic, um, it is extremely stressful for people. And he was like flipping it on its ear saying, oh, look at what a lovely thing it is to go grocery shopping. <laughs> so, so I couldn't figure out which one of it, where it was. So it's, I think it's all of them. I think it's completely tone deaf. <laughs> I think you wrote it six months ago. And therefore, it's turning shopping on its ear right now because mm -hmm. shopping totally, uh, you know, totally sucks. And maybe you all aren't feeling the same way about shopping now, but like we, grocery shopping in our household has become vastly different during the pandemic than it was before. Mm -hmm. Because we would just like stop by on the way home and pick stuff up. Yeah. And now we're trying to do it in one shop, right? Um, and then we're like, fuck, if we forgot something. Because you don't want to get all, you know, hazmat suited up again <laughs> just to go, right? Just right. to go, just to go get that box of, you know, flour that you forgot. So um, it was interesting. That's, that was my whole read on it. Um, and I will probably um, save this particular issue because I don't save any of them. 
right, um, right. say this particular issue for this, for this aspect of it. Cause it totally was like, this is like, it is, it is every editor's letter in one. It's good. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> um, you know, and I don't know. It was just, it, my whole reaction was like, wow, this is, this is the most meaningful letter Stevens ever written to me. So I have to say that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, uh, that was a lot on the letters letter, right? Um, I don't know if, if you, well, maybe it was just me, but I had noticed that when the pandemic first started and we here in New York had to, uh, stay home, um, that there was still a lot of tone deaf um, social media posts from these shelter magazines. <clears throat> like, you know, from, I'm just yeah. kind of making this up, but they would, like, this magazine, House Beautiful, they're like, you know, oh, 47 <clears throat> you know, ways to throw a face for your 25 friends. Yeah, no, 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 right, no. And now, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, now it's, They've switched over to oh, that's not what people want. So now it's um, that's not what people right. Like thirteen reasons your sourdough bread didn't rise, or <laughs> comfort <laughs> foods for how, Wednesday how, night. <laughs> right? How to <laughs> how to make Easter dinner with what's in your pantry? Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, no. It, yeah. It, it took it, a while to catch up. It took a while for a lot of these. Um, I think both in, in fitness, home, <clears throat> and beauty, yeah. it took a lot of those areas a long time to catch up to where we actually were. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I was like, this is awful, right? Like there are people like literally standing outside their, their mother's, you know, <clears throat> nursing home window yep. because they can't see them and you're like let's throw a mardi gras party right, like, <laughs> right what's your what's your next tag um i had a, a tag on page eight um the, called to mom with love um they were really uh focusing on this gift you could get from minted.com of taking a photo they did a photo of the house and um, basically someone runs a whole bunch of Photoshop filters over it and makes it right. look like a sketch. Oh, and guess what you're getting for um, Father's Day? A minted picture mm. of your home. <laughs> <laughs> On page 10, I had um, another tag. This is again for Mother's Day stuff. And there was a column called Homegrown. And it was yep. uh, three different editors talking about how when they were younger, their standard Mother's Day gift was gardening, like planting flowers or plants for their mom. Yep. And that is exactly what happened in my household. Oh, sweet. Yep. We always planted flowers along the front walkway. And that was that Mother's Day gift every single year. Oh. Super creative. <laughs> I think that's sweet. It's it's not what I did, so I thought this was really quite lovely. <clears throat> so um, I will cherish your memory <laughs> 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 while you make fun of it. 
I don't know any fun of that. I'm just saying that that it, this was another one, like, been there, done that moment. Right, been there, done that. No, I thought this was sweet. I think... So um, what did you do for your mom? Growing up in a restaurant, we didn't have those kinds of traditions, right? Like, a lot of our traditions in my family were based on when our restaurant was closed. Um, and so a lot of those, a lot of, there was three. <clears throat> Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter. So um, you didn't ask about my traditions last month. So I will tell you this, um, and hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast um, before it happens. The very last editor's suggestion about calling the nursery and like sort of putting, like, like starting a tab uh, for yep. mom. Um, <clears throat> we are going to do that for Michael's mom because she's in Iowa. Okay. Um, and she, uh, the last time we Zoomed with her, she was kind of feeling pandemic-ish about I, I want to go to the nursery and, and buy stuff. Uh, <clears throat> we thought it would be a nice thing to do to get, like set aside money for her so that when she can actually go, Yep. She doesn't have to worry about paying for it. It'll be paid for. So cool. that's our, it is that's going to be idea. our little thing. That's good. I stopped on page 16. All right. What did is, you like about 16? Um, this is my new tag. Okay. This was, <laughs> this is my new tag for teach me. Teach me. <laughs> <laughs> This is my tag. I like it. Me. I like it. <laughs> Better homes and gardens. Teach me something. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this, is, this is starting to be a little trend of theirs, right? Yep. Like, yep. let's teach it you is, something, yeah. which I have said in the past is what they really do well, and I appreciate it. But uh-huh. um, this is how to organize your pantry. The one thing I learned and that I might actually implement is to have mm-hmm. sort of a basket for extras, right? So, yes, okay. Right, just a sign <clears throat> on your shelf. If you're going to have juice boxes, you say five juice boxes go on the shelf, and then you put the other two in a basket so that you're not shoving all that shit on your shelf and then going like I did at the beginning of this pandemic. Um, oh, look at this! Look at this six-year-old salsa. Why, why, why is that in my cover? Right. So that I thought was a really great tip. And then you replenish out of that basket instead of um, just trying to shove it all in the closet, um, which you know presumes you have enough space to even have an extras basket. But it, it's better homes and gardens. We should of all. Of course you do, yeah. And you have a craft closet and a laundry yeah. room. Yeah. So what did you think about this? Because this is right up your alley, being super organized. Actually, um, this looks a lot like our pantry. Um, of course it does. Ours. Um, you would even, never have six-year-old salsa. Would, no, we wouldn't. We would <laughs> eat it long before then. But now our challenge is that uh, because we're trying to teach – at least one of the children to help out. Nathan okay. loves loves to put away groceries. Okay. So we go. We let him go to the pantry and put away the dry goods. 
And so everything is on the two shelves you can reach. <laughs> shoved in there. Oh, that's it's so awesome. Because we don't want to say, hey, you're doing it wrong. Right. Yes, but can't reach to the shelves. So I just go back later on and move things re-organize. around and reorganize. Yep. What I'm missing is I mean, this is really not a tableau to me. No. No, it's no. just, it's just kind of like, oh, there's a new section. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the big difference is this is not a like a, a assortment or a mix of things. Right. This is what they give us here is all things related to um, arranging your own flowers. Yes. So um, we, don't this have, is the, we don't have a mix here. This is the section where we uh, learn how to not need a florist. Right, right. right. So you have, a, you have a teach me tag? <laughs> Oh, I have a tag for teach me. Teach me. <laughs> Starting on page 26. Um, oh, that high voice with the teach me is going to get really <laughs> unnerving for people. <laughs> tag for love and tag for hate was a lot easier. Yes. Tag for teach me is a tag. <laughs> um, so, so I I tagged it as sort of a start of a teach me section because all of 26, 28, 31, um, all through this entire spread is really good advice about how to create your own floral arrangements with different media and vases, right? So this one is how to use floral foam um, and a squatty yes, vase. Yep. Um, so for our listeners who really want to arrange flowers and don't know how to, like I do, uh, (laughs) 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 this is your teach me section. Um, so I actually, what I enjoyed more on an overall overarching concept was that they took you through all of these floral concepts um, which I've just acquired along the way, mm-hmm. right? So I have floral foam. I know how to put sticks in a jar. Yeah. Um, they talk about on page thirty-one. They talk about the plastic tape over your over your bowl. Yes. Yeah. Create a grid. I do that all the time. I have multiple um, flower frogs. In fact, many of them are antique. Mm. Um, I've done leaf wrapping, though I don't love it so much. Um, it's hard to get your hands in and get the right leaf around. But so my overall love for this was that it's a very good step-by-step guide for someone who wants to go above buying the flowers in the grocery store and throwing them in a box. Yeah, plunk in the jar. <clears throat> yep. Plunk in a jar. I agree. Yeah. So what did you um, think of it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had very similar thoughts. It was a good step-by-step and a good inspiration if you've gotten lazy and usually just plonk in a jar. Um, I do need to invest in some flower frogs. I don't have those. They're awesome. Um, yeah. 
So and I would recommend, so there are multiple kinds of flower frogs. They're actually showing you the ones that are um, like sort of spikes, like nails yeah. in the bottom. <clears throat> you can also get them that are round and they have like holes. So you would stick the flower in the hole. Mm -hmm. um, the spiked ones, the metal spiked ones are much easier to use because you can actually stick the stem wherever you want. With the frog with holes in it, you still have to fill that hole. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You, <laughs> you still have to fill that hole <laughs> to the rim <laughs> before, before it'll stay in. So, <laughs> so, oh, wow, I didn't even see that one coming. Wow. <laughs> so, because the hole's big usually, right? And it's on a slant and you put one in and it's not going to stay in there. It's just going to fall out. I wish people could see <laughs> the visuals right now. And then, but, so you got to keep putting it in until it doesn't fall out. I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. I, um, <laughs> so I lost track. Are you, you're right. Yeah. I, I, I assume <laughs> <tweet> you. <laughs> I didn't think I'd have to actually show you, Jay. <laughs> obviously, you still well, have some things. I st you still need some tags for teach me. Exactly. <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> still in the home section. I tagged um, for page 32. I tagged it for we talk about it because I think this is how they're transitioning our paint cans. Uh, yeah. yeah, you've seen some, there's some changes going on, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we get small little paint cans. I uh tag this for like just because, as we've talked about, they have been really pushing the painted kitchen cabinet trend a lot, <clears throat> and so here's some a counterpoint to that saying, don't paint them, let them be wood and paint the rest of your kitchen to either complement, blend, um, make them stand out, whatever you want. I thought it was great, because we've actually, the last couple episodes talked about this, right? Like this, sometimes pushing a trend makes me think I should be doing it. <clears throat> and all, uh, it, in, in both of our kitchens in this house, they're both wood cabinets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you don't have to paint them. I <laughs> don't have to paint them. And what this, so what this whole piece was about was painting the walls and the trim, which is what we did with the, with the uh, summer kitchen in the basement, right? So it's mm -hmm. cherry wood and, and the walls are painted Timberwolf by Benjamin Moore. And the trim is painted classic gray by Benjamin Moore. And it makes the wood pop, right? Mm -hmm. What I've been struggling with is that our kitchen, our main kitchen upstairs is dark wood, slate floor, slate backsplash. So there's no pop going on. So I loved this feature and then how they on page 34 told you how to sort of make it work. Right. Um, 
And more paint can lids. They're small though. They're small. You get nine of them, but they're small. I want nine small things. <laughs> one big, big one big. one nine thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, it's been a while. I oh, want nine inches of pink and lids. <laughs> so back to page 34. 34, yep. So ways to play up your wood cabinets, tone them down, or make it blend. Um, so depending on the look you're going for, right. uh, it's great. I didn't see how their make it blend picks would make it blend. They seemed more like contrast to me. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Whatever, people. Is it kind of presumes that you're the person that can look at your cabinets and understand an undertone? Like, because they're like, Good does point. your cat? Yeah. Like, ha does your cabinet have a yellow undertone, a red undertone, or a blue undertone? And I don't know that people know how to do that. Like, I, I almost feel like that would have been teach me this first, then teach me mm -hmm. how to, right? Yeah. I, I had a tag for hate of page 42. <laughs> so did I. Wow. So, so what I liked about 40, after they told us not to paint our cabinets, um, <laughs> basically, Jennifer Smart Abbey paints her cabinets. Yes. <laughs> but what I liked about the article overall was that she renovated her kitchen without gutting her kitchen. And we've talked mm -hmm. about this in a couple other issues. Like, that's cool. Like, you don't have to, like, go to the studs to remake your kitchen. Right, right. But so... Um, I feel like the article about keep your wood cabinets was put in there because you and I have been bitching about painted cabinets for a couple months. Right. And then, <laughs> but we, we still have to slide in that Jennifer's going to paint her cabinets. Yep. And that's the reason. To, that's her reno. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but kitchens are so fucking expensive, right? So I get this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I had a day for hate. So I'm 42, another shot of it, and they kind of break down how much she spent. So the kitchen's uh, gorgeous. It's yeah, the end result is fine. Um, but um, <clears throat> so it's which, 1600 which, bucks in lighting. Yeah, I was gonna say which one of these bougie amount pissed you off the most um <laughs> probably the six thousand dollars spend on paint exactly what the fuck as you know and our listeners know i have painted my kitchen cabinets we did not spend six thousand dollars a can of paint is 50 bucks at yeah. best yeah like jesus so if and if you hired professionals to do it, um, good for you. Good for you. You did a lot in labor, girl. Yep. <laughs> and fifteen hundred dollars for cabinet hardware. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? This is this went from like 
this is this went from it's not that hard just paint your cabinets to spend a million dollars to do so <laughs> i have one more thing that really pissed me off <laughs> good um they the lowest priced item was the backsplash which they priced at 250 but then said choosing inexpensive subway tile offset the the three thousand dollar what the like what the fuck like seriously also editors um you should put a three up next to the two that's in the 250 you can't just say oh don't count that part of the install <laughs> that wasn't part of the price we <laughs> meant the materials this is <laughs> no, labor is part of it too. Three thousand dollars. Labor is always part of it. Yeah. The amount of money I pay the man in my life to do things for me. <laughs> <is> all... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Oh jeez. On page forty-six. I did it. I have not done this one. But I have some thoughts. <laughs> I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> um, so I actually have a tag for ambivalence. Um, yellow tag. So wait a second. Here's the, here's the deal. I'm going to just pull yeah. us back to... Yeah. So we spent like our first year with like tag for love and tag for hate. Right, and all of our listeners were like, tag for love, tag for hate. Um, we're now like a tag for ambivalence. Like, meh. like well, that's, that's it. It's basically a tag <laughs> for meh. Cute idea, not. cute idea. Um, but I question the durability and holding power of these dowel brackets that are holding plants onto the wall. You lost me at cute idea. I mean, if you, you, if you sufficiently water these plants, they're going to fall out of the, the dowel hangers that you just glued together. Glued? I don't understand how people can just hang things and the water doesn't some, like, what if you like overwatered it and it spills all over the place, right? Like now you're on the, your hands and knees cleaning up yet another mess from an overexposed plant. Like what? Like it's just dumb. There's I did tag 52. Okay. For um, a tag for love and a tag for hate. Ah. So. I'll tell you why. I te so I flipped to page 52, which is now our home slash garden section. And this is another article about um, get rid of your front yard and just clutter it with plants. I I'm not sure I understand this push for us to get rid of our front yard. But also, I think I feel like we have seen this before. There's been another article within the past few months, maybe the last year, of the get rid of your grass and uh, pack your yard with plants. 
Um, so it felt like a, like a retread to me. I mean, I loved it, but I've seen it before. Um, and this is another example where uh, you're like, ooh, this is an amazing look. And then you read the article and you find out that she is a landscape designer. And she's been doing this for four years or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like... No, no, no. 22 years. 22 years, sorry. Excuse me. But who's um, got... I'm not even 22 yet. I know. <laughs> well, when you're 44, <laughs> think of how nice your yard will be. My yard will be gorgeous. Um, this reminds me of your obsession to be surrounded by food. Yeah. You need it to be surrounded by yeah, plants. Yeah. I need to be so, surrounded by food. But par- I think part of the, the appeal of not having a lawn is that when you get to this point of your landscaping, and especially if you do a whole bunch of native plants to your area, you have a lot less work to do because it just goes by itself. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. I love- oh that's funny. I love that part. No, but Rob, you have a giant yard. You guys, I would imagine, spend a lot of time working on it. Yes, of course we do, like every good gay man does. Or they hire it out, which we can't afford. <laughs> right. Um, so um, what, after we get through with our spring cleanup, all right. and then um, after that, it's just it's pulling weeds and Bob mows the lawn. Like so have, you don't. So you don't even want to bother with mowing the lawn. Um, well, we have a very, a very small lawn. It takes uh, twenty minutes, half an hour to mow the lawn. So I feel like you're contradicting yourself. No, you don't want to have to work too hard, but you're telling me you're not working that hard at all. <sighs> but the more, the less lawn you have, the more you can sit back and enjoy it. Because I think for, for most, I'm generalizing here, most Americans um, that have this obsession with lawns, it's got to be big, it's got to be green and lush and perfect. Uh, and that's yes. really, really hard in many parts of the country, um, especially as with this climate change continues and water becomes a really important resource. Um, the more native plants you have, and, and you know, this lawn grass is not native to the U.S., um, the, the less you have to do to maintain your yard. Now you're making me feel all eco-guilty. We'll get rid of our lawn. Did you talk about dirt at all? Um, uh, dirt, did I tag? I didn't tag. 62, no. Uh, no, I... Put it a. I have two tags on sixty four. Uh, one for love, one for hate. Yeah. Uh, what I loved was that um, she gave you some tips on how to to get rid of certain types of weeds. Yep. Um, me. But then my tag for hate was over the super expensive gardening tools at the bottom. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I have to the free? Hands. <laughs> well, uh, but the tap-rooted ones, 
are really tough. You got to like really dig deep in, like with both hands, like you got to go in deep and you got to like keep going until you get to the bottom and you got to pull out without disturbing anything else around. Um, when you do that, <laughs> do you recommend breathing? <laughs> Bearing down? <laughs> Is there you know, a lube involved like a, or? Like a ball gag or something. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so we're still in the home section. Did you stop? So Z1, I'm, I'm assuming you have the Z section. I have the Z section. Um, so, uh, yeah, I uh, actually, I had a tag here. Um, I had a tag for hate because I not exactly hate I per se, but not not liking. No. Hate, 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 hate. It's an all fucking white house. Again. Again. <laughs> With, oh, look. I put a green bench in a white room. <laughs> it's pops of color. It counts as color. Pop this. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And then I have blue, gold. so on page Z8, there's four pictures. One, two, three, four. Number two is a white wall, and the color added to this room, and I'm not against this, but it's the alcohol and the glasses to hold the alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's the color you're adding to the room? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Bourbon I is not a color. It's <laughs> a drink. <laughs> All right, so I stopped at 96. Me too. Me too. With a big fat tag for hate. Where? How? Now, when? Now, I will tell you, I do not hate the blue room. So they have right. a white living room and a blue lounge. Right. Uh, I like the blue lounge. But the white living room next to it... Um, had a lot of minuses for me, a lot of misses. Tell me all of them. Well, the, the all white walls. Well, duh. Um, yeah, this kind of uh, oriental carpet that reminded me of what we talked about last month with the carved Asian carpet. Oh. Um, it's it, a neutral. It's just a really weird, uh, like an ochre color. And I thought those the four chairs were really weird. Um, I love the chairs, actually. You, really? Yeah. It reminded me of those uh, those weird kneeling dining chairs that we <laughs> goofed on years ago. <laughs> Kneel to eat. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't fall over. Yeah. Sorry if you're handicapped. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I just need to stick at ninety six because I right. hated I hated the white walls. Okay. But this concept, maybe not these chairs, but maybe if he loves them, um, this is what our friend Joe wants to do with his mid-century living room. Okay. 
is get rid of the big bulky furniture that his parents had and make more of a loungy feel. Mm-hmm. And he's talked about maybe painting out the fireplace and putting like club chairs or something like that. So I loved this because this was a modern take on a formal living room, right? Right. Um, I don't like the white walls, so Joe, talk to us before you paint it white. Um, (laughs) And I don't necessarily love the chairs, but sort of creating a loungy feel in front of a fireplace in your living room that you don't use formally anymore, because who does? Right. right? right. That was kind of neat. This room, the blue room... I loved because somehow I do love every wall and ceiling <laughs> painted the same color all of a sudden. Huh. So those of you who are following along, page 98 and 99. Uh, 98 is a, a, a half spread of their kitchen. Up in the left quadrant of 99 is a picture of the restaurant that they own which looks exactly fucking like their kitchen. So, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live where I work, but wait. <laughs> I do. <laughs> For the last two months. Pandemic. <laughs> Pandemic. <laughs> so the rest of the house on page 100 didn't really do anything for me. What did you think on 101? of the faux wainscoting halfway up the wall via paint. I um, I didn't hate it, but we just recently saw this in another article, another issue. Yeah. So I was like, well, I have seen this before. On page 100, um, they talk about how uh, one of the quirky details that the husband inserted into this uh, house was a uh, a door from the master bathroom shower to an outdoor deck so he can wander out in his bathroom and enjoy the outdoors. Yeah. He's fucking jacking off on his deck. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. That's like... If you have not pegged your husband as a pervert by now, we're telling you he's a I th- pervert. I think a door from the shower <laughs> to the outdoors is pervert territory. Though, I mean, come on. I've known you a long time. you know me a long time. People would call us perverts. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. But it I don't takes know. one to know one. <laughs> takes one. <laughs> Page 102. I'm calling this our super collector concept because mm-hmm. this is Chris Jurek. There you go. Okay. Uh, so, she grows thousands of peonies. Oh. Bitch has thousands of thousands. them. Like so I, I'm not even sure what to do with this. <laughs> I mean, so, I love peonies, and we have a whole bunch. I'm all for this, but yeah, there's definitely a uh, a trend of 
in order for us to feature you, you must grow thousands of something. So I Daffodils, am ferns, hostas. Yes. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Like I am not to a thousand yet. I'm going to count tomorrow. Yeah. I'm probably at like 50. Like, but this feature, I mean, her garden, all of this, all of these thousands of plants flower for may, maybe two weeks. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Then they look like shit. And then you have to cut them all down. So I love, as my mother would call them, pineys. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we keep saying, it's peony. <laughs> I can't wait for the pineys to grow. <laughs> I, I loved it and I hated it because they're gorgeous flowers. We have them too. I grew up with them. But I don't think you need to sell us thousands of plants to make us love a flower. God help you if it rains a single drop in peony season. Oh, no, 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 no. She doesn't mind if her pineys droop. So I think we're leaving the peony pineys. Right? It goes on forever. It does, right? yeah. So it goes all the way to 107. I have, I have a couple of things to say. All right. I've tried, I've tried to rise out of disappointment. Why don't you bring it to our listeners what the news is? <clears throat> so the news is, as all of you know, at the end of every podcast, Jay says, and where are we going today in our throwback? And we say 1925, 1944. Um, it appears that the magazine has eliminated that. And I'm sad. I'll spend some time mourning it because I love that part because I think for you and I, it taught us like, oh, some of this stuff, even if we weren't alive, was here a thousand, a thousand million years ago. Right, right. Um, and it was fun to do. Um, so they have replaced that at least this month, which I think is actually going forward Probably. with this with the style maker, right? And so I, I we got to come up with a, like stick for that. Hey, Rob, who's our style maker? <laughs> right. That's so. Uh, yeah. Uh, so our style maker is Tony Tipton Martin. Latest project is a book called Jubilee which celebrates the evolution of African-American cooking beyond basically what we know it to be, right? Southern mm -hmm. American cooking and soul food, right? So I was like, so, all right. As my mother would say, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> oh, Catholic school girl, right? Yeah. So the Lord giveth diversity right with some culture and understanding about that we're not all white people living on this earth mm -hmm. and that a lot of women most of us can say women make a real difference in our world i read through this and i was like this is really 
if if they stick to this, if they give us diversity, and not always women, because men make a difference, but if they stick to this, I can live with it, and I'll go back and look at my thousand other copies of Better Hopes <laughs> Abundance, right? Right. Uh, so I think it... it it changes too. So Rob, who's our style maker this month? And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay right. with that. All right. How'd you feel about it? Um, well, I was um, a little sad to see the throwbacks go. Yeah. Um, and then I was at first having a hard time with the fact that um, all the images on this page are all illustrations, illustrations, which we've joked about before. Um, right. I didn't find it as um, kind of like compelling and like a nice farewell as the throwback, but time will tell. In some ways, for where we are, even even though this was totally planned a long time ago, yeah, it kind of aren't we kind of in a meh place? Oh, and and, totally. and this is this yeah. is a this works, yep. right? Like there are lots of inspiration points and lots of teach me points. So um, I'll take it at twenty three. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> age twenty three. Yes, age twenty. <laughs> I'm Jay Dewey. And I'm Rob Common. May your home and your garden be a little bit better than your neighbors and your best friends and your best friends go for it see you next month well i hope i see you next month i hope so we'll see could be better podcast is hosted by rob conlon and jay dewey and is produced and edited by jay dewey theme music is by ben sound Subscribe today on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts, or listen at couldbebetterpodcast.com. Want some free Could Be Better stickers or coasters? Email us at couldbebetterpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the guys on Facebook and Instagram. So thanks for putting up with my um, my emotional not-greatness lately. Oh, it's not, it's not, um, not putting up with... Yeah, I it's, I, it's ignoring. I'm just kidding. Wow. Well, just well, kidding. Thankfully, my <laughs> house and garden is a little bit better than yours. Oh, no. <laughs>